Buzz Talk Business, talking to you about the real stories and connecting real with people with real life. This is Buzz Talk Business. So it's Claire from Charmed Events joining us on this podcast today. Nice to have you here, Claire. Hi, thanks for having me. Excellent. So Charmed Events, uh, not just weddings, but any kind of event you, you can deal with, birthdays, anniversaries, etc. Yeah, we do. I mean, we've done, um, we've actually done quite a lot of children's parties, quite quite peculiar because we never set out to, to do children's parties. My background is weddings, so kind of wanted to stick with weddings, but anniversaries and engagements. So yeah, we've ended up kind of sort of doing across the board, really, of parties. So tell me a little bit about a Charmed Events. How did this business come about? Well, it's been this going into its ninth year. So it started long before sort of all the, the COVID thing. Um, and I've been in weddings for probably 25 to 30 years now. Um, originally as a hairstylist and makeup artist, then not to bore, you had a big accident, lost the use of my arm. So that sort of put pay to that. Um, got married. They did such a terrible job. I thought I can do this better. <laughs> and after about three years, realizing it was much harder than you thought, uh, yeah, we finally sort of got there to, to where we are now and it just sort of built from there, really. So how do you start a business like this then? This take, take me down to the ground. Well, I mean, it started because I already worked in weddings. Um, I worked in a wedding shop two days a week, so I already had a good idea of weddings. I'm a slight control freak, which comes in very, very handy. Um, and the, the lovely lady that owned the, the wedding shop also had an event planning business that I would go and help her with sometimes. So I sort of worked my way into it, then went away, did some event planning qualifications and things like that to get the the background of it all. Um, and then just started off small and just sort of grew, just started off with, you know, the odd bit of decor here and there and and helping out and stuff and got friends with a florist. So we started working together and just sort of went from there, sort of learned each bit before I moved on to the next bit, really. So you're a bit of a perfectionist, would I class you as? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. And I've got, yeah, I'm not very good at delegating, shall we say. <laughs> which I've had to get used to, but yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> so what are some of your standards? Oh, I mean, everything has to be exactly how, sounds awful, exactly how I want it, but exactly how I envisage it with the couple. Strangely, my mum is actually the worst one. My mum takes care of all the linens and you will regularly find her at a venue ironing their linens if, they, if we haven't supplied them with her little steamer machine. <laughs> so I think I know where I got it from. But yeah, everything has to be, before we leave that room, it has to be exactly how it was envisaged on our board. And if it's not, then someone's in trouble. Probably me, but yeah, someone's in trouble. But the team I have are absolutely amazing. I couldn't do it without them. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a scenario here. It's my 50th this year. Okay. okay. And I, I want to arrange a party. Okay. This is just yeah. loosely speaking here. Where does it begin for me? I've got, My birthday oh. is at the end of July. So should I be start yeah. planning now? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're looking at something like you want a venue or something, especially at the moment, because they've had to move so many events from last year to this year. Um, everywhere is booked up so much. So, yeah, getting a venue, getting the, the, the core things, decent DJ is always, is always key for any party. <laughs> uh, and getting to know you would be always be the start of planning, finding out what you like and don't like, which is often a bigger telltale than anything else. Finding out what people don't like tells you a lot about them. <laughs> 
Shall I give you a fun scenario here, okay, regarding my party, my 50th party? I do DJ at these parties as well, so I do that as a profession. So can you imagine what I'll be like if I want a DJ? Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. On the rare occasion I've gone to friends' weddings and they they won't let me be part of it as such. They'll hire some candy cart or something, but they're like, no, you're not planning it. You're my guest and... I am absolutely terrible. I'm sitting there all the time walking around going, well, I wouldn't have done that and I wouldn't have done that. Not to them, obviously. It's their day. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you're much harder when it's something you're involved in or if I see their bride's hair and I'm like, well, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> so if we are planning a wedding, how you know, a year, two years, do we need to be planning? Is there a, depends, a time scale? It depends on how big you want it to be. I mean, we can, you know, we could plan a wedding in 12 weeks if we really have to. Um, but obviously the longer you give yourself, the less stressful it can be, although it can work the other way. If you give yourself too much time, you can end up overthinking things a little bit too much. So ideally 18 months. So they come to you and they say, yeah. Hey, Claire, my birth, uh, my birthday, uh, my wedding is in two years time. Where do we start then? You said, you know, get to know them. Yes, yeah, you have to get to know them, get to know them as a couple, because the best weddings are always when you walk in and you know the couple. Uh, When everyone walks into that room and says, yeah, this is them, that's always the best wedding. Um, It should be a reflection of that couple. So I was going to say to you, so when when this party or event is taking place, you know every single nook and cranny about this person, don't you? Yeah, yeah, fairly. not always necessarily the groom as much because you know they do they're not as not not interested in it but they don't always i think understand the enormity of what this is and the fact that for some women they've been planning this since they were were young (laughs) they know exactly what they want and a good groom will just you know just back them up (laughs) have you got any good stories that you could share with us um you know what, I have to say, we've actually been really boring in the sense of that we've not had any disasters. We've not had, I'm going to touch wood for all of this, um, I've not had any disasters. I've not really had any bridezillas or anything like that. Um, the closest I've had was I had a groom phone me on the morning of the wedding and simply say to me, there will be no wedding today. And that was, I'd never spoke to the bride again, never heard from her. Or anything just literally it was done there and then so what did you do well we had to i mean i literally had to go and cancel everything um i still had to be at the venue because you don't know whether or not they've told guests he wouldn't answer his phone afterwards she wouldn't answer her phone um fortunately they still paid everyone <laughs> which is a is obviously an important thing but yeah you just have to turn up and just say to people i'm sorry but there is no um no wedding we still let them come in and have the the drinks because they were paid for and they were there so <laughs> might as well let them come in and have a drink but fortunately only about probably 25 out of about 100 people turned up what did you feel like then on that oh, case? it feels awful um you're natural you're obviously you're naturally curious you want to know what's happened you want to know that everybody's all right because you have built up a relationship with these people over i mean in this case it was sort of seven months from start to finish um she came from abroad, so she didn't have a huge sort of friend base here or anything. So you do sort of build up a relationship with them um, and you do worry about them. You worry about them the whole day anyway, even when they are there, let alone when they're not. 
So you must feel like in that situation, for instance, oh, I've I've lost a good friend here. Yeah, yeah, you do because you, you do. I mean, as so many of my brides, I still talk to now. Or um, I also own a, a hair and beauty salon that that does all the sort of wedding sides hair and makeup. Um, and now a lot of them are clients and they come in and things like that. So yeah, you do you build up relationship. I mean, I've got some that you know I've been friends with now for nearly twenty five years. So yeah, you do have a vested interest in their in their long term well being. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you the question. Obviously, um, we've had COVID. People, every venue's been hit by this. How's it affected charmed events? We've been very fortunate in that um, it hasn't. I mean, it, we can't say it hasn't affected us at all. Obviously, we had to move a lot of brides and and things like that. The biggest issue we've had shall I say is where venues are no longer here and we've had some brides that we've had to move to sort of on their third and fourth venue now um and they've had to you know they can't have it at a weekend like they wanted to they're now having to have it midweek if they want to have it this year and we've had some that have just said you know what we're just moving till next year or have completely changed their plans um so it has yeah it has I'm not going to say it hasn't thrown up a few issues here and there but at the end of the day, as long as it's their day and as long as it's perfect, that's really all that, that matters. They don't need to know what stress it's putting on us behind the scenes. They just need to know that it's going to get sorted. And that's pretty much all we can do in this whole situation. No one knows when we're going to get back to normal or if we're going to get into normal circumstances, do we, sort of no. thing. It no. must be so difficult for you to go, I don't think that's going to take place. Or it could do. So what do you do in a case like that then? Well, I mean, we've actually, you know, we've checked in with our brides all the way through, um, even just, you know, just for a chat. And, uh, you know, I always say to them, they, we're always on the end of the phone. Um, even if all it is is you want to phone up and rant, that's fine. I will sit there and I'll listen to it. Um, it's, and you know, help if I can or just listen, whichever they, you know, they want to do. Um, and when one of our venues went over, we found out possibly before quite a few of we had about three brides that were booked there. We found out before all of them and having that conversation was quite difficult. You know, saying, have you spoke to your venue? And, you know, when they say no, you know, you're the one that's got to be the bearer of that bad news. <laughs> um, but, you know, as long as you've got a list of other venues that are, are available and things like that, that's all you can do. But, yeah, there has been a few, few tears along the way from people. <laughs> so you must know some of these venues in around the region quite well now then that you you do work with yes yeah um yeah i mean there's quite a few um there's quite a few that you know they're they're a different event planner every time you go so although you know the venue you don't necessarily know the staff that are there and then there's other ones that you know you would see them every single time so you have your favorite venues that you like going to um, but yeah, you do, you get used to them and you know, you know, you know, you know, the ones you like. So going back to planning a wedding, you said, you know, it's giving you as much time as possible. You know, you said you could do it in 12 weeks. What are the first stages that you go to the bride with then? Finding a venue. Finding a venue has to be the, the, the first thing because it, you know, if they don't have a license to get married there, then you've got, I've got to sort out extra extra things you know registrar and all that sort of 
thing as well. So they need to have a venue that they're, they're happy with if they're going to do it that way or look at registry offices to do it there and then go on to a venue. And then, yeah, decide on what they want that theme to be and what they want. Because it's very hard to get suppliers for things, you know, photographers and things, if you don't know the kind of style that they are. So venue and style. Because obviously you got your recommendations and it's down to the individual who they choose at the end. So do you have like a list of photographers, DJs? uh, Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, you You know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you do. You have your your favourites, you know, that you know you can 100% rely on and you have to have them in different styles and different budgets because obviously everyone's, what's important to one bride isn't important to another. So, yeah, you have to come back to style again, know the, what their budget is, what their style is and how they want their day portrayed. Now then, you must have planned some kind of quite fun weddings in the past. Is there anything you can share with us on this podcast? Oh, yeah, well, we did a Caribbean, it's a Caribbean one. It was it's possibly one of my favourites that I've ever done. Um, it was the most fun wedding ever. You know, there was um, like a reggae band and... Uh, all the food was sort of Creole and things like that. It was absolutely, yeah. And it was the biggest wedding ever done at 280 people. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was sort of upset to leave at the end of the evening. <laughs> How did you actually plan it? You know, where did you where did you start with this Caribbean uh, well, party? The, she already, um, she'd already had a planner before me. And so it already had some things in place. So I was called in maybe 16 weeks before the wedding. Um to try and sort of sort out things that had gone horribly wrong um, and suppliers that hadn't been spoke to. So it was a very stressful one up until that um, with a very, very laid back bride who was like, you know, it'll be what it'll be, and it, which does take the sort of heat off you a little bit. But you, because they're so laid back and because they're so nice, you want it to be even more perfect than, <laughs> than you wanted it to be before. Um, most of her family was Caribbean and his family was American. So it was quite a, a mix of the two. The main thing is talking to the venue and seeing where you're, you're at with them uh, because where they were supposed to hold their wedding at the venue hadn't even finished being built yet. So, yeah, that gets a little bit stressful. <laughs> I find myself yelling at people quite a lot, even though I'm actually quite a nice person. <laughs> I'm sure you couldn't go down to the workman and go, get up, move on. Could you? No, you don't. You just find yourself on the phone to the venue every day going, how are we doing? How are we doing today? Winning era? And they're probably going, oh, it's Claire again from Charmed Events. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's, yeah. Tell her I'm out. Tell her I'm out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. But how was that day for that one? Oh, it was, yeah, it was absolutely, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant day. Um, they're such a lovely couple. Um as I say, it's just so laid back, that real sort of Caribbean way of, you know, it'll be what it'll be. And at the end of the day, as long as they both turn up and someone is there to marry them, that's really all that matters in the grand scheme of things. Because I always say to them, are you after a wedding or a marriage? Because at the end of the day, the marriage is what's important, not the wedding. You know, you've had the scenario with like runaway bride, for instance, that you mentioned and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would yeah, you like to enlighten us with any more on that story? No, that's about all I know of that story. I never, ever did find out. Never, ever heard from the couple ever again. They sent all the, the payments through, but still never heard from them. Um, and that must have been seven years ago now. Right. So, yeah, I'll still never to this day will always be the one like, what actually happened there? 
You never know. Could be listening to this podcast. You never know. They might yeah, get back to you. Know. Let you know. If you are, let me know what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd, uh, they haven't come to you for another uh, sort of like uh, separate parties. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my fiftieth birthday party. Where do we? Where do we yep. start? Where do we plan? Where do we go? Well, is it sort of side? Are you having it at home, or are you having a venue? Oh, I have a venue. Go on, give me. Give me some venue, suggestions. So you need to choose a venue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll choose some that you want to go around and see. Uh, mm-hmm. The horrible one is always the budget. The budget, to a degree, defines what it is that you're going to have. Because <laughs> uh, you do, you know, you get people coming, I want this, 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 and this, and this. And then you sort, they sort of find out how much this, this, and this is. And think, oh, hang on. No, we can't actually do that. So... You then, once you've got your venue, you work out the things that are really important, your must-haves, and then we can do the little add-ons as we go along. You know, some me- people, the food is the most important thing. To others, it is the DJ and, and stuff like that. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inflict classical music on on this party. I think <laughs> you know, due to the due to the fact is I hear too much music and I I perform and do these DJ sets and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I, I don't think I want a DJ. I want some classical music. Can you, can you yeah. arrange an orchestra for me? Yes. I mean, I'll arrange whatever you need to. That's, that's half the fun of it, to be honest, is when people come in with, with sort of different ideas. I mean, I had to do a, an African party um, because they'd always holiday in Africa and he wanted an African party for his 20, 25th birthday. So, yeah, going round and... You know, finding giant animals—obviously not real animals, but giant uh-huh. brass animals—to put in their their paddock and teepees, and but he wanted it black tie at the same time. So yeah, finding all that sort of thing is actually the the most fun part of it. <laughs> and I'm fa- I fancy a Chinese buffet as well. Can you arrange that for me? Yep. Oh yeah, I mean, food is food is probably one of the easiest things. There is a lot of catering companies, and there's a lot of really good catering companies. Um, so, I mean, obviously, again, you know, we have our favourites, but finding them isn't... Because if I don't know someone, I'll know someone who knows someone. So it's quite a... a for a very large industry, it's quite a small industry at the same time that everybody knows, you know, somebody that knows somebody. So how do you choose, um, say, with the Chinese buffet, for instance, I, I want in my imaginary 50th birthday party here. Yeah. How do you know that they are top-notch have you sampled food and all that kind of stuff we'd arrange for you to sample the food I very rarely get to sample the food (laughs) Um, and it would definitely recommendations is always always the best best way if you can speak to another if I can speak to another planner or someone who's who's used them and get a real idea of what it is that they do uh, not just with their food but their service you know, it's all very well having the best food in the world if they're going to turn up half an hour late uh, or not have enough enough staff there or anything like that. So it has to be a complete package. So recommendations is always going to be the best way. Sort of first-person experience gives you the best insight into any company. And there's me thinking that you'd, uh, you'd sample all this food for me and said, yeah, the, the prawn toast is good. No, unfortunately not. I very rarely get to sample the food <laughs> until the day. <laughs> quite often yeah, I'll have a sample of the food on the day but up until then I'm like but you've you know I've always got them to have a, a food sample or a cake sample and cake you know choosing your wedding cake and going for cake samples is the best part of it 
I was going to say, you must, you must, like you said, you critique everything going, don't like that cake there, what they've chosen. Mm. Yeah, you will, <laughs> if you really don't like it, um, and more so because I have a wedding dress shop as well, uh, more so there that if someone puts something on and you think, hmm, maybe we should try this one. So you can never turn around and say, don't have that, because at the end of the day, it is their day, but you are there to guide them in the right direction. So if you, if you honestly thought it was that bad and didn't have the recommendations, you probably would never introduce them to it in the first place. Do they go into Claire's black book? Uh, <laughs> you do have the ones that, you know, you would, that maybe just aren't a good fit for you. Because <laughs> that's all it is sometimes, that you're just not a good fit. <laughs> oh dear, I love it. Now then. On a lighter subject, um, yeah. you must get pretty stressed sometimes with your job. I'm quite lucky and I don't really get that stressed. Um, I don't know why, but my girls always say to me that as far as they're concerned, their motto for me is embrace the chaos. Um, so I, I quite like it when there's a little bit of pressure on. Um, the most stressed I've been is probably this year. Uh, up until then, I would say I don't really get stressed at all. But this year, I think, has definitely caused, you know, me and so many other people on both sides uh, stress. thing is, I suppose, you, you've seen most of it. So you've been in these scenarios to be able to kind of fix, haven't you, a little bit? Yes, yeah. As I say, we've actually been really lucky. I don't know whether or not I just tend to get on with it so I don't notice that something should be really stressful um, because, you know, a lot of the time people say, what happens if it goes wrong? Well, that isn't an option. So if you don't have that as an option, it has to, you have to get it. You have to sort it. You have to get it right. You don't have an option to just turn around to a bride and say, well, actually, you know, I've decided we're not going to. I know it's your wedding day, but no, you, don't, you don't need dinner. <laughs> so <laughs> you, have to, you have to get it fixed whether you want to or not. And I think once you kind of accept that, it's a lot easier. <laughs> So I'm going to ask you about your musical taste now to de-stress, okay? Um, so what's the music that you go to? Uh, I'm a little bit of a rock chick, I have to say. Um, although I have been known to quite delight in the Backstreet Boys quite a lot. Like guilty pleasure, I think. Quit playing games with my But yeah, I mean, I grew up on rock music with my mum, The Doors, Led Zeppelin and things like that. So it's just kind of carried on. So if I'm, you know, want to sit and relax, it will be Lenny Kravitz every day of the week. <laughs> so I'm going to say, if there was one song that you could put on the jukebox, what would that song be? Uh, it would be Believe by Lenny Kravitz.
recommendations. Let's uh, let's take some top tips from you first of all. Then, um, if we are planning a party or wedding, can you give us uh, some suggestions on this list? Oh well, I mean the the one thing that probably causes more disagreements with couples than anything else, shall we say, is um, the guest list. So the easiest way to do it is both make your own guest list. Put your guest list together. You can cross out anything that, that matches. You know they're invited because you both want them there. Then you go through what's left and you give each other two vetoes. So if there's someone that's on your partner's guest list that you really don't want there, then you do get to veto, but you get two each. And then just see what you're left with at the end. <laughs> it saves a lot like of arguments. <laughs> I do like that suggestion. That's a good one. Any more for us? Uh, no, you're, I mean, we do, I say to all my brides, your day, your rules. So, you know, you can't keep everybody happy. So you're better off upsetting everyone. But at the end of the day, it's your day. <laughs> you know, give everyone something to moan about rather than just, you know, upsetting this aunt or that aunt or, you know, all of a sudden, you, you know, your friend wants to bring a plus one you've never met. If you don't want them there, they don't come. It's as simple as that. And if that person gets upset, then they get upset. It's not their day. They want to make those decisions, go get married. Fair enough. That's so a good one. <laughs> You're a harsh teacher there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to be because they don't want to upset anybody. So quite often it's left to me to upset people. They'll quite often say to me, can you say to my sister that no, she can't wear that? Mm. So it's, you know, it's me that's left to go and do it. <laughs> Plus also today, before we end our little conversation, what's yeah. the quote that you live by? Be a better person today than you were yesterday, but still be better tomorrow. Claire, if anyone wants to get hold of you and your team at Charmed Events, how do they do so? Uh, you can go to the website, which is charmedeventsuk.com, and it has all the details of the phone number and uh, links to our Facebook page, our Instagram, um, our Twitter. Yeah, that's it probably through, yeah, through our website. It's probably the easiest way. You can link straight through to us. Fabulous. Well, it's lovely to catch up with you today and thanks for arranging my 50th birthday party for me. Really appreciate your time. I'll get the fucking bronco ready. <laughs> lovely. Thanks, Claire. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Buzz Talk Business. Fancy being part of our next discussion? Then get in touch by emailing us at info at buzzpodcasts.co.uk and find out more of our conversation at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. 